0: Scofflaws is a show about the history of crime, criminals, and the investigation thereof. There may be discussion of adult themes and generally icky stuff. Also, neither host is a legal professional, and this show does not contain any legal advice. Remember, crime doesn't pay.
1: Unless you're really good. Hello, and welcome to The Laws: a history of law and disorder. My name is Sean, and joining me, as always, is my lovely co-host, Kate. Say hi, Kate. Hi, Kate. So how's your week been, Kate?
0: Uh, well, it's been crazy. Uh, my class is winding down, and I'm going home to see my dog tomorrow, so... That's what's getting me through.
1: Oh, awesome.
0: Yeah. What have, What have you been up to? Uh...
1: Fighting with insurance companies and HOAs.
0: Hmm. Uh, yeah. Scott fun fact, this is really the only time Sean and I talk to each other, because we have <laughs> busy adult lives, so you're, <laughs> you're getting an inside look at our friendship as well.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's it's not that we don't consider each other friends, it's just that we're both busy.
0: I talk to him more than I talk to most of my friends, to be honest.
1: <laughs> Au revoir. <laughs> I don't know if that's endearing or sad,
0: uh bowls,
1: sad Deering, yes, all right, so what do you bring to the table on this second week of September?
0: Well, Sean, it is closing in on my absolute one hundred percent favorite holiday um it is what i call pre-halloween so we're going to be talking about uh, a witchcraft trial from the 1640s and scofflaws this is not uh, about the religion of wicca in witchcraft um, which i also know quite a bit about um this is specifically on the social and political reasons why a witch hunt happened in england
1: well, right on. Yep, that uh, that sounds about appropriate for. I, I call it Halloween ramp up season because now is the time you got to pick your costume. Otherwise, you don't have enough time to put it together.
0: <laughs> Guess who has not picked your costume yet? <laughs> I have no idea of oh, no. what I want to be. If anybody has any ideas, shoot them to me. I'll be in North Carolina, but I'm sure I could figure something out. But if you have an idea of what Kate should be for Halloween, put it on Twitter or Facebook.
1: <laughs> yes, if, if if someone makes a suggestion and she picks that costume, I'll make sure that it goes up on social media too.
0: Oh God! But
1: hey, you're the one who called it out.
0: That's true. That's very true. Anyway, uh, we are going to be talking about uh, the witchcraft trials of 1645 to
1: 47 in Southeast England. Um, All right. Let's dig into it.
0: In England, in the mid-1600s, there was the British Civil War happening, which, uh, as a very, very cursory background, um, the English Civil War happened because the king at the time did not want to have parliament. He thought he could rule by himself, which broke the Magna Carta. Uh, England in the 1640s was still a constitutional monarchy. um, And he was breaking the constitution and the Magna Carta. So people rose up against the king. And this is also the rise of the Puritans. uh, Because the Puritans also rose up against the king because the king was oppressing the Puritans. See, the Mayflower and Plymouth Rock. (laughs) So... (laughs) With all of this happening is where we're opening the door for witchcraft accusations.
1: When when chaos reigns, everyone points fingers.
0: Exactly. So at this time in England, there was not a lot of um, economic stability, as you can imagine. And uh, so people were living hand to mouth. And if you uh, look back into the 16th century... In the mid-1500s, laws started uh, coming about that would put vagrants or um, what we would consider, like, transient homeless people, um, assigning them a parish. And that parish would then be responsible for the welfare of that person. Um, uh, Over time, that actually expanded to include other, quote-unquote, wards of the state. Not just children, but widows and spinsters, quote unquote. Um, spinster is a very problematic word. I'll rant about it in a blooper sometime.
1: I'm just stuck on the image right now of some poor hobo wearing one of those Adopt a Highway signs around their neck.
0: Kind of, actually. Uh, so they would ha- get a charm. So at, at Bristol, we have these things called favors. Uh, they would get something similar to a favor, where it was just something that they would pin onto their jerkin um, that would tell the tell where which parish they were at.
1: This hobo is maintained by Boy Scout Troop Number Four Seven Nine out of uh, <laughs> uh, Muskogee, Illinois.
0: Oh dear God! Yeah, so basically, vagrants uh, were. Um, Taken care of by specific parishes. And then, like I said, it expands to wards of the state. Well, wards of the state were often women. Women who got sick. Women who were widowed, who never got married. So, this opens the door to the witchcraft accusations.
1: Okay, how so?
0: Well, enter a man named Matthew Hopkins.
1: Enter a man!
0: I think all of history can be summed up with enter a man.
1: That's what shit gets <laughs> fucked up. Uh, Alright, what was his name again?
0: Matthew Hopkins.
1: Alright, and what, uh, what did Matthew Hopkins do?
0: He called himself a witch finder. TM. <laughs> yeah, uh, not to us, but to Matthew Hopkins. Uh, so basically... Uh, he wrote, he was from Burning Tree, um, or excuse me, Manning Tree in, uh, Burning a,
1: Man? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> he was from Manning Tree, which is a small parish in Southeast England, uh, which had some women who were quote unquote undesirable, uh, a widow and her daughter specifically were like the start of all of this. And he accused them of witchcraft. And the only way you could accuse people of witchcraft at this time was to have proof. Uh, there was a witchcraft act from 1572 that remained in effect in England until the 1720s. Are,
1: are you sure you needed proof, Kate? Are, are you sure Are you sure it just wasn't a, a matter of pointing at someone going, J'accuse!
0: The proof was kind of that. So what they would do is they would go to these people, often women. Some men were accused, uh, but often it was women. They would go to these women and say, we accuse you of witchcraft and we're going to stay here until it is proven right. Well, that entitled making the women not eat, not sleep, and not drink, and constantly move across the room. So... After three days, these women were delirious. They just wanted to either say something that made uh, made these people go away. They wanted to go to sleep. They also started hallucinating. And Matthew Hopkins was a very good liar, even though he claimed to be a child of God.
1: I, I'm... Sad to say that a lot of people who make that claim are very good liars.
0: Yep. In total, between fifteen or excuse me, between sixteen forty-five and sixteen forty-seven, two hundred people were accused of witchcraft. And I think a fifth of them were killed. And Eesh. only one of them was burned at the stake. In this small section of England. This is not this does not include Scotland. Holy shit, the Scotland witch trials over 200 years were terrifying. That's another topic.
1: Because Scotland goes hard.
0: Scotland does go hard. If you've seen Outlander and you've seen the scene where, uh, spoiler alert, by the way, the scene where, uh, I never remember her name. The main character gets accused of being a witch because she's from the future. Um, but no one knows she's from the future. She just knows shit. <laughs> they accuse her of being a witch because she practices medicine and apothecary, which is interesting because Outlander takes place in the 1740s and the Witchcraft Act was abolished in the 1720s, but not in Scotland, and she was being ruled in an ecclesiastical court. Anyway, that is a very big tangent.
1: <laughs> oh, all right, So, so England... Burned one person, you said,
0: yep, only one person was burned at the stake. uh most people were hanged
1: well i can I can understand why you'd want wasn't this also around the time when London was having a real bad problem with like smog and dirt and not being clean? I mean, kind of um I mean, it's always a problem.
0: it's always been a problem London was really dirty. For a very, very long time. This is outside of London. This is in Essex and Sussex, mostly.
1: Because, uh, don't ask me how I know this, but the human body burns a very black, black char.
0: You only know that if you watch Sweeney Todd, if you're in my world.
1: <laughs> or or if you're a very dedicated uh, dungeon master and you want to describe a scene very viscerally.
0: Oh, dear God. I know your D&D group.
1: <laughs> so you know sometimes I have to rein them in.
0: Yeah. Sean. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, look, sometimes you have to sacrifice a villager to move the plot forward. It happens.
0: Any hoodles. Um, So. The Matthew Hopkins and his associates, uh, the most notable being John Stern. Road from parish to parish, hunting witches. People would send word out to them. Be like, hey, this kid died. We think it's this woman's fault. Come accuse her of being a witch. And, oh, I missed the most important part.
1: The part where they started up the app called Witchfinder?
0: <laughs> sort of, actually. Uh, the ways that you, the quote-unquote proof that you were a witch.
1: The jacques.
0: The jacques. So the biggest way to be accused as a witch, which actually coincides somewhat with Wicca, well, Wicca is new, but like coincides with paganism, is having a familiar. Uh these women were all accused of having an animal familiar. The animal wasn't always a normal animal. Sometimes it was like just a weird looking animal. Um. But, like, these people had a cat or a dog. My favorite is the story of the little brown dog. It just, there's nothing to it except this woman had a familiar who was just a little spotted brown dog. And it ran around biting people and killing people.
1: I mean, this was around the time when everyone had a pet because pets were your pest control.
0: Yep! Um. So rats were often involved... Um, the other way that you could tell a woman was a witch, mostly women, men, they had this, but like less than 10 men were accused of witchcraft at this time um, during this movement. So um, I don't focus on them as much. But they would have witches' marks.
1: Witches' marks.
0: Witches' marks. So basically, most of the people who were accused of witchcraft were either old or ugly or both. Um, <laughs> this isn't the historical record. This is not, this isn't any me making assumptions. Like these people don't have images of them. There's some wood blocks, but they're not accurate. Um. So, they hey, no, hard.
1: I, I can appreciate the, well, I can't appreciate the fact, but I can understand the fact that they, they said, we're going to prosecute this person because they're old and ugly and their farts smell bad.
0: Mm hmm. Uh, So what they would look for were witches' marks, which were actually, like, kind of like nipples, like teats, that the devil's uh, spawn can come and draw life from these witches.
1: Weren't those just moles?
0: Exactly! Yeah, they were just moles. Uh, Or, like, skin tags or something. Like, if you're an old woman, you have skin tags. You get weird growths. Like, these things existed.
1: Fun uh, fun side story. I used to have a really big mole on the side of my neck until one day I accidentally lopped it off shaving.
0: Oh, dear God. It bled a lot, didn't it?
1: Uh, Not as much as you thought it would. I also did that when I was, like, 17. So it was a good while ago.
0: I was, I guess, fast and effective.
1: <laughs> yep. Yep, just the accidental shk.
0: Ugh. <laughs>
1: And there's um, your visceral image of the day.
0: One of them. We're talking about a visceral topic. Uh so they would have witches marks and the confession that they would give or that they were told to give when they were hallucinating um was that they copulated with the devil. Keep in mind these are widows or unmarried women. Or women with physical impairments.
1: I, I and what what did they submit as like evidence of of I'm just gonna say it of devil fucking
0: uh, the devil the the minions coming to suckle.
1: Ah, okay.
0: And the evidence was the confession. Damn near all of these women had a confession.
1: The the confession prompted from three days of continuous walking and mild hallucinating.
0: Yeah, at the minimum.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: there's there are uh there are records of it going on for like a week with some people. Eesh. Yeah.
1: I mean so. I mean I can barely stand to be on my feet for all of an hour before I'm like, oh god, someone just shoot me.
0: <laughs> I work for eight hours a day on my feet.
1: Nope, I took a sit-down job because I knew my limitations.
0: Yeah, speaking of limitations, these women, uh, people, were thrown into jail when they were found out to be witches. Most of them didn't even make it to execution. Most of them died in jail.
1: Because 16th century jail was kind of of an awful place.
0: It was. So what we think of as a jail today actually didn't really exist until the late 18th century early 19th century uh in in early modern england it was called a gale, g-a-o-l and basically was just a room with bars that they would shove you in and disease was rampant there was no place to go to the bathroom people were chained to the wall and it was gross and people often died.
1: It was a particularly damp stone box.
0: Yeah, or dirt. It it really was just gross. Uh, so most people died before they even made it to trial.
1: I, I don't know why, but for some reason, Gowler has always been like one of the coolest words to get stuck in my head.
0: Which is just jailer, but early modern England.
1: Yeah, old timey speak. It's kind of fun.
0: Oh, yeah. This all went on until the until like 1647. By 1647, the English Civil War had been kind of ramped up and it was in full swing. Matthew Hopkins and John Stern were kind of run out of their business. And there was a rumor for a long time that Matthew Hopkins was executed for witchcraft himself.
1: <laughs> uh, it was just a rumor that was never substantiated.
0: Uh I haven't found enough evidence to say if it's true or not.
1: It is not often that you get that kind of delicious irony in history,
0: oh, for sure, and early modern England has a ton of delicious irony
1: <laughs> uh, man. all right so so he faded off into obscurity and maybe kinda got killed.
0: maybe kind of death and legacy uh so he so the reason that it ended. According to Wikipedia, and I'm checking the sources now, Matthew Hopkins died in eighteen or in sixteen forty seven which is why he why the the witch trials ended.
1: I was going to say if he died in eighteen something then he might have actually been a witch
0: yeah right no sixteen forty seven he died of tuberculosis, and they cite the source that I use, so I'm going to go with it and say that's how he died.
1: Tuberculosis, the noisy, phlegmy killer.
0: Exactly! Yay, consumption! Yep, uh, so I my basis for most of this episode was Malcolm Gaskill's Witchfinders uh, in a 17th century English tragedy, which is a book that I read in my undergraduate career. Thanks, Caroline Boswell, uh, to study early modern mentalities on the witchcraft pandemic pandemic and i also did some graduate research on it so
1: hey now uh i know we're not going into the other witch trials right now but from my understanding this is like the the tamer of the the witch trials that occurred right
0: actually salem is the
1: tamest wow for the one that has the most notoriety i'm surprised that's like the tamest one although that might just be be regional bias
0: uh, it's regional bias because they had the least amount of deaths.
1: But the most amount of books I had to read in high school based on it.
0: Yeah, and most of those books were wrong. Uh, the Salem Witch Trials, we might go into it um, in more detail. I think I'm going to limit Witchcraft to two per Halloween season because there's so many cool things to talk about, like Jack the River and Sweeney Todd and Penny Dreadfuls. Ooh. <laughs> <I love> Halloween. <laughs>
1: Halloween's a great time.
0: And we're going to talk about so many great things about death and macabre, and this is Kate's favorite time.
1: So, Kate, real quick, what, uh, throughout your history of Halloween, what was your favorite costume you had?
0: I was Hermione for, like, three years.
1: Nice. <laughs> um... <laughs> um <laughs> I have two that I I can think of as being memorable to me. Um, three, three that I can think of that would be memorable. Um, the earliest one was when I was about five or six. Uh, my parents dressed me and my brother up as Mario and Luigi. (laughs) My brother would have been about two at the time. So, and, and, and I'm old enough that this was back when there was like the, the Nintendo entertainment system was the cutting edge of gaming. Yeah. So, so my brother was regular Luigi and I was Super Mushroom Mario.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: Um, then a few years later, one that made it so I could not talk at all is I was Darkwing Duck with a beak. <laughs> and the one that made it impossible for me to move anywhere is one year I was a Megazord.
0: I have no idea what that is.
1: From Power Rangers, one of their big robots.
0: I have a very limited memory of what i've been for halloween in the past uh and I, I i don't know why i just don't remember my halloween costumes that well uh we also lived in the midwest where you have to design your halloween costumes to go over your snowsuit yeah it's where it's worse for where i grew up in wisconsin but yeah
1: And I I grew up in the Chicago area, so it was always a gamble whether or not you had a a warm Halloween or a cold one.
0: Yeah. I don't know, friends, you get to figure out what I'm going to be this year. Because I don't have to plan for any of that. Oh, I do remember uh, when I was 20, I went to Fright Fest in Madison, and I was a... Uh, I was Audrey Hepburn in the 21st century. Nice. Yeah, I wore a crown, and I did my my makeup, and I had the long black gloves. And instead of wearing uh, her black dress, I had a a cut-off tank top that had a moon and a river. Moon River. Have you ever seen Breakfast at Tiffany's? Uh,
1: No, unfortunately not. I've seen the, the poster for it.
0: Yeah, so in Breakfast at Tiffany's, she sings Moon River. So I was more specifically, I was Holly Galightly.
1: I'm sorry, I sort of blanked out for a minute thinking I should go to a haunted house this year.
0: Uh yeah. Go to Hell's Gate. Go visit Sean in Victoria.
1: <laughs> the uh, The other Sean.
0: The other Sean.
1: Not not this Sean. We we know another Sean.
0: We you know many other Seans.
1: Uh the most popular name in 1985. What I googled my own name. Don't look at me like that.
0: You're ten years older than I am.
1: <laughs> that's that's also a year before I was born. So my parents were behind the trend.
0: Ah, well, that's enough. Uh, that's enough digressing for an episode.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're. I think we're wrapping up here. So, uh, if you have suggestions for what Kate should be for Halloween. Uh, you can hit us up on on Twitter at scofflawscast on the Facebook at scofflaws history of Law and disorder. Uh, you can email us at scofflawspodcast at gmail dot com. Um, yeah, send us any suggestions. Although I will say that personally, I don't consider it a costume if you just write sexy noun. That's not a costume. Damn it! Look, if you're gonna do that, you got to be creative about it
0: and <laughs>
1: uh. All right. Um so yeah, those, that stuff um please give us a a rating and review on whatever you listen to the podcast on. It really does help.
0: My goal is to get on the featured uh history buffs on Apple Podcasts. So let's make it happen.
1: Um I do want to uh I do want to do a quick shout out to uh John Brandon of Square Roots Podcast. Um, we, we recently became friends on Facebook and he's a real cool guy and he gave me some tips on how to like improve the sound quality of my recording. So thanks, John. (laughs) And, uh, I do have the, uh, the silly law ready to go here. And this one is a doozy. Uh Uh, this one is out of Virginia.
0: Oh, my home state.
1: And, uh, the law in summary states you may not engage in business on sundays with the exception of almost everything huh okay so the the law at at face value says that uh on the first day of the week commonly known as sunday what else is it known as <laughs>
0: well no some person- people it is monday
1: yeah Uh, No person shall engage in work, labor, or business or employ others to engage in work, labor, or business except for the following industries and businesses. And there is uh, a total of uh, 22 exceptions here.
0: Shit, that is everything.
1: Transportation, public service and utilities, manufacturing, publishing, uh, auto service and fueling, movie theaters, medical services, sports, agriculture. Pharmaceuticals, uh, grocery stores and wholesale food, restaurants, uh, janitors, hotels, motels, mining, sale of food, so so restaurants, uh, sale of tobacco and related product, uh, products, drugstores, sale of novelties, camera, and photographic supplies, antiques, pictures, painting, art supplies, souvenirs, animals as pets, including tropical fish and pet supplies. That's all one... Uh, subsection clause.
0: Oh, dear God.
1: Sale or leasing of non commercial retail property, property, mobile homes, and sale of residential, modular, panelized, or other prefabricated houses. Uh, providing any service, product, or other uh, thing by means of mechanical device not requiring labor of any person. So, like automated things. <laughs> sale of any item. Uh, Provide sale, da 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 da. But basically, any sort of sales. Uh, providing any service or product by means of mechanical device, only by a telephone operator. So, tell me, what does that not cover? Alcohol. I think that was actually on here, um... No, I guess alcohol is like the one thing. So this whole law that says you can't do any work on Sunday except for this, 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 and this is specifically saying you can't sell alcohol on Sunday thank you all for listening. Uh, this has been Scofflaw's History of Law and Disorder. Say bye, Kate. Bye, Kate. You're gonna set up an entire law that says you can't do anything except for everything.
0: Nothing is true. Everything is permitted.
1: That is rather cynical.